where's your next win? And if you can keep reaching for your win by looking at the reality, you'll win. But if you go in there blind, you're in trouble. You're like Sonny Bono on your skis. You go right into a tree. Welcome to the year 2022. Here we go. This is the first episode of the season, and we are kicking off the year with a bang. It's number 387, Soulmate Manifestation and the Ancient Keys to Joy and Success with Dr. Barry Morgelin. You can find the show notes for this episode along with a link to the complete written transcripts at lukestory.com slash drb, Dr. B, lukestory.com slash drb. And if you didn't catch it, I'd like to invite you to go back and listen to our very special solo cast that was released on New Year's Eve, wherein I did a yearly review of 2021, but more importantly, an expose on the intersection between addiction recovery and psychedelics. That was number 386. You can find it on your podcast app. On to our guest, Dr. Barry Morgelin, who is fondly referred to as Dr. B by his clients around the world, is a world-class medical doctor and the only Western grandmaster of an ancient Chinese source energy discipline. And these ancient source energy practices have been passed down from master to student for over 5,000 years. Dr. B's company, Energy for Success, brings the power of source energy to the practical reality of anyone's daily life, accelerating and amplifying financial success, achievement, connection, strength, and vitality. In fact, today, the highest achieving people in our modern world, including presidents, Olympic athletes, doctors, and more, are using the same techniques to achieve success. In short, he's a manifestation superhero and just an all-around incredible human being, and one I'm very grateful to call a friend. And make sure to stay tuned until the end of this conversation for a very special free gift from Dr. B, which is a link to five guided breathing practices. And they are incredibly powerful, as you'll learn in this conversation. Here's a little topic breakdown so you know what you're getting into. All about soulmates, how to find yours, or to figure out if you've already met them. Finding the flow, turning on your sensors. The fatal flaw of the law of attraction getting stronger by being in touch with serendipity instead of grit, how Dr. B helped me find the love of my life, why over 50% of marriages end in divorce, why tarot readings to find love are a waste of time, the story of Dr. B helping a 70-year-old man find his second soulmate, the matrix's fool's gold of toxic relationships, discerning between the chemical infatuation of a toxic relationship and the real thing, cultivating a telepathic connection with your true soulmate, finding your work soulmate in your career, and finally, the four different categories of people and which ones you should allow in your life. Now, before we open our hearts to this Empathy Fest with Dr. B, I want to invite you to check out my brand new blue blocking eyewear brand. It's called Gilded. I took my 17 years in fashion and 25 years of biohacking and created some incredibly cool and effective shades that are now also available in readers and prescription. So do yourself a favor and protect your melatonin, sleep, and even your mood by blocking that blue light from your life in 2022. Here's what you do. Go to gildedbylukestory.com and grab a couple pairs for yourself and someone you love. That's G-I-L-D-E-D, gildedbylukestory.com. All right, now it's time to enter into the fascinating world of Dr. B and explore his powerful and unique gifts for finding the love you deserve. Enjoy the show.
Every time I see you, it's in a different place in the world, and there is some kind of magic going on in, Always. in your field. So. Always. We love the magic, don't we? Yeah. So I know if I see you that something... Good's going to happen. Yeah, something spooky's happening in the best sense possible. Yeah. So, you know, this this interview, which they're never really interviews, they're often conversations. This is the first time I think I've ever sat down in some 380, almost 400 episodes and not had a script or any plan at all, <laughs> which is kind of, is a little unnerving because you're about to arrive. And I thought, oh man, I, I don't even know what we're talking about. But yesterday you mentioned something. You said, Luke, let's talk about soulmates. Yeah. And I said, shit, I don't even think I need to prepare for that. That's just such a vast topic. And I haven't talked about that specifically, but before we jump into that, for those that didn't hear your first interview, and we'll link to that in the show notes, uh, we'll call it lukestory.com slash Dr. B. There's our link for today's show. Give us a breakdown of energy for success and kind of who you are and what you do. Okay. The important thing is that initially I started out as a Western doctor, gastrointestinal endoscopy surgeon, trained at UCLA, had to go to the best programs, wanted to be, you know, really in a uh, competitive environment so that when I was sitting at the end, standing at the end of some patient's bed, I'd be able to tell them the best information so that they would be able to get well the fastest. And so I rose up in the ranks of Western medicine, ended up doing research. After I got in practice, I had two big practices in Los Angeles, where I still am. And that was pretty great, except that after about five years, I was kept seeing so much pain. So many people in the emergency room, so many people in the intensive care unit running up and down the floor. And no matter how fast I would run, I couldn't keep up with all the sick people. You know, and I kept going, you know, I'm not fulfilling my dream here because I just don't like it that people keep getting sick. And then one day I, don't, uh, I was making rounds. I saved the best patient for last. I walked in a room and it's time to go home. And I said, Mr. Rodriguez, I knew the family, sort of a heavyset Hispanic woman. I said, you know, you're all done. We got your tumor out with a scope. There's no pain, no bleeding. You can go home and start eating and making tortillas, do whatever you want. And she said, sit down. So I sat on her bed, you know, because I know the family. She has many children. And she said, you know, Doc, I, I, I have pains, a, a lot of pains over these months before I was able to ever see you. You're a tertiary consultant. And by the time I got to you, I went through so many problems, so many different doctors. So they finally found out what was wrong. It's, it's going to be a problem getting back to work and getting back to take care of my family. And I said, and she said, well, she said, I wish I never had had to go through all this. I could have seen you right away. And I said, let me tell you. And I took her hand and I said, you know, it was up to me, Ms. Rodriguez, what I would like for you to have is never have gotten sick in the first place, that people didn't have to even come see me. That I think that if we could stop this process where people are going down every day and actually have people getting stronger every day, that would be my dream. And then that's when she turned to me and said, because I knew her for so many years, she said, Dr. B, if anybody can do it, you can do it. So I said, okay, I'm sitting on the edge of Rebetico. This is my, you know, my new guidance because I knew I had to do something. I was still ready to make something happen in medicine. So I went traveling around the world around, it took me, you know, almost seven years everywhere I went, South America, Central America, all the great places that people are finding out about you know, all the alternative forms of treatments now, but I couldn't bring those back to UCLA. They weren't necessary. They run off the smoke alarms and all the, 
you know, the herbs and the, and the plant-based medicines and all those things. And plus they still, you're, it's almost like Western medicine, still treating something. It wasn't getting people stronger each day so that you're resistant to all kinds of things. So I really wanted people to find a way to actually avoid the process of going downhill and actually get stronger in your health, in your brain, smarter each day, and also your relationships that you actually could have more love in your life and more free time and creativity. So all my friends who are doctors used to go, you'll never find it. You're wasting your time. You shouldn't leave your practice. I got a lot of no support, but I still went every two or three months on my own ticket to go around the world. And uh, really, in many places, it was great. I mean, Germany, they had all these electrical equipment that you could vibrate with, but it was all still treating something. You know, you still buy equipment from Germany. It's very good. In France, they had great wine and cheese, which we <laughs> all know is uh, lifestyle does have a benefit, you know, but it's still you're, it's not going to make you stronger each day. It's, it's definitely going to help some, but not enough. Um, in England, they had the Brock remedies. In South America, they had all the crystals uh, that I got to work with in plant-based medicine. In Central America, there was uh, herbology and plant-based medicine through the roof and also uh, all types of um, psychic surgery that I got to learn and do things with it. In India and Korea and Japan, all those places were fascinating as far as meditation and Kung Fu and kinds of martial arts, but still I didn't find what I wanted. I didn't have something I could bring back to the patient that they could use and Ms. Rodriguez could do it, that people in your audience could use themselves and never have to see a doctor. And actually get stronger each day. So finally in China, when I was working there as a teaching uh, endoscopic surgery to their uh, physicians and also um, uh, treating people in the military and in the government. And when I went to China, it was still very government oriented. People were still wearing the Mao outfits with the buttons at the top and there was still rickshaws. This was 25 years ago. So it was pretty, pretty, pretty much old China. It wasn't new China now with, you know, Versace or what would you call it? Uh, Versace make lookalikes, you know, replicas, everybody wearing that stuff. You know, <laughs> yeah. now, now, now China doesn't look the same, but back then it was pretty much, you know, post-communist China, uh, early communist China. And, but I did get to work with their grand grandmaster. I got to watch him and study with him. And uh, it was a great honor. And then finally, one day he said he'd be willing to treat me, uh, not only treat me, but train me. So I actually got trained and it took a number of years, a lot of years, but I finally got to be trained to be uh, the only uh, English speaking um, Westerner physician who's ever been trained in this 5,000 year old discipline that allows you to be able to be your own, you name it, your own guru, your own doctor, take care of your own health or have you operated high performance in whatever your goals are. And you and I have experienced those over the years since we've worked together in relationships, in your own physical vitality, getting younger, uh, in your strength, and also being able to make more success every day. Because really, people always know that, well, if you've ever hit a, did you ever hit a home run or a triple or hit I've a, made some goals uh, playing soccer when I was a kid. I could. So the when only you, sport that I was ever halfway decent at. Right. So when you ever made a goal, did you ever notice that you almost get stunned for a second? You like have to get suspended animation. It's like, and you can watch it on TV today. If somebody does hit a great anything, they're almost, even though they're a tremendous athlete, they get stunned because they're in that zone experience. Well, that's just a vibration. What I learned in China under the Grand Master was that we're made up of all these different sensors. And of course, I knew the Western medical interpretation of the body because I operated on it all the time with endoscopes and regular surgery. But now I learned this whole concept. It's not the acupuncture you know, discipline, but it's much more. That's why Dave Asprey, one of my clients, loves it because he, he says, well, it's in all those mitochondria. I go, you're right. It's in those and other places. These little sensors that are constantly like your sensors for when you're riding a bike, you know, and all of a sudden you, you want to have balance. 
And until you get balance, you don't know what you're looking for. And then all of a sudden that sensor clocks in or clicks in and you're ready to go. And then you can even ride without your hands. So that's just one of your thousands of sensors that you pick up. And what's so useful is in this planet is that the more of those sensors you turn on, the more successful you're going to be. So I learned over there how to bring back to you all the disciplines uh, so that you could train yourself to light yourself and bring on your own, you know, superpowers, what's really inside, wow. which you've wow. actually had all these years, because I think everybody knows that they're a little bit tired at this point from constantly having to run to, it didn't matter whether you're running to follow this discipline or follow this extra sleep or this nutraceutical or this product. It's still, you're running after something. What if there's something you could do yourself at home and not have to go purchase anything. It's just your body is what's improving on its own, that you actually were made to hit that goal. And that and people don't even realize that that internal ability is something that you can amplify. It doesn't take grit. It actually takes just some basic techniques that I've brought back for people that, that have now recorded and video and audio for people to use. And it's never been recorded before because it goes all the way back to the days of Lao Tzu, the yin-yang symbol. And that was never allowed to be recorded in that material was all oral and only for the emperor and his top people because it was too powerful otherwise the opposing forces would have it and you'd lose the election or you would lose running the country or running all of china wow so that's what i've been doing for these years and been bringing it out to the public and gained quite a few people as you know number of number of top athletes and top musicians i've helped a lot of people write plays and movies just using these products and nba players tony robbins is one of my wonderful clients, Dave Asprey, wonderful people. You, some great people have used well, the products. I mean, I'm obviously a, a fan. Um, one thing I think that's interesting that you said in there was how humans seem to have this proclivity toward looking outside of themselves for something that's going to, you know, give them the desired result, whether that's prosperity or peace or physical vitality. And it's interesting, you know, we're here at the biohacking conference and so much of this is about, you know, the latest supplement or device or technology. And I love all that stuff. I mean, I've been oh, it's fun. documented it all and it's, some of it I think is um, more meaningful in its impact than other things. Some things are novel and some things are just um, like I just did the ARX machine and uh, for a high impact, short workout, that's going to build muscle fast. I don't think there's anything maybe you might beg to differ because you might be able to generate something within your own energy, but something like that is very tangible and meaningful. And you can see the, the data and the hard science on it. You go, okay, this obviously works, but I find that sometimes it's difficult to find the balance, right? Like how much of what we're looking for is actually to be found within and how much time do some of us spend chasing things out there to get the desired result that we're looking for. And I think that's what's interesting about your work is that it seems to be, and correct me if I'm wrong, seems to be in the realm of the quantum kind of pre, uh, it's, it's in the wave form still, right? It's pre-particle. And right. I think that that's hard for some people to get their head around and really apply and buy into because you can't touch it, feel it, taste it, smell it, right? It's right. just, you're working with energy. Right. Um, how do you think that you could take someone who's skeptical and is, and is a linear based person that wants to have things in its material form before they consider it to be real 
you know, how do you help people to understand that there's, there's more going on here energetically than, than we're able to perceive with our senses? Well, this, I love the way you mentioned quantum because really it's all based on quantum physics. So it's the other part of Western medicine and Newtonian physics. It's the quantum physics. And in quantum physics, you have this wonderful experience every moment that you matter. And as a matter of fact, if we take the person out of the equation, it changes the data. And they just have to be in the room. They don't even have to have thoughts or anything. And then if you have certain thoughts and emotions, that can affect the data. So this all bases back from the days of uh, Lao Tzu with the yin-yang symbol. Maybe your public knows about that with the black and white symbol. But what he was trying to say in there is that on one side, there's this wonderful opportunity all the time in quantum physics that you can actually keep winning and winning and winning. That may sound strange, but actually, if you look out into the planets in the universe, we've been expanding forever since your parents, grandparents, everybody else. The universe just keeps expanding. So you could get with that process and then you're part of quantum. Now, if you want to go contracting, that's the other side of the yin-yang equation where things get worse and worse and worse. So it's okay with quantum physics that you just keep losing until you become <laughs> zero. You know, you just zeroed out and the plant dies or you have lost all your energy. So your energy can either be increased every day or it can be decreased and it's just up to you to what you want to choose. So, you know, for people that have ever skied, you ever ski on snow or ice or Certain, yeah, you know, sure. If you want to do that, you really, the more you're in the flow of your body going down the mountain, and even though you're not, you can't think about the last, you can't think about the past because you've got to be into the next turn, but also you can't be too far in the next. You've got to be just as the present goes into your future turn. And at that moment, there's that free space where you can turn into it. And that's where the energy starts to flow. And that's where your sensors will turn on. So your power location is in that space that's there that people don't usually occupy, don't take the advantage of. Um, there's so many things that these uh, techniques will allow you to turn on in yourself, whether it's physical prowess or whether you want to make more money the next day or whether you would like to have a new career, because it's not luck. It's actually phys it's physical reality of physics that you are meant, not by positive thinking, which is a little bit of a problem I had with the attraction factor in the old days, was that that was just simplifying things. Yes, you're an attraction factor, but it depends on what you choose every moment. And it's not just a positive approach, it's which techniques you're using. So when I teach skiing or golf, you know, someone says, well, you know, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to think about? I said, nothing. What do you think about nothing? I just want you to do your practices. So I have them do another physical practice or mental practice or listen to a tape for a second. And then I said, now just hold the club and then make an intention. Your intention is what really counts. Your intention, where you want that ball to go. And then you and the energy, which you're now feeling in your body, are going to apply that without stress because the world we've come from is all grit. You know, give me another 10 push-ups and you'll get stronger. No, you'll bust a joint is what you'll do. Almost, most, almost everybody <laughs> goes to the gym at the beginning of the year and they don't last, not because they aren't interested, because they hurt something. So your body's meant to get stronger every day, but not by grit. It's by the flow of like skiing where you're actually earning that next turn by how you're staying more and more in balance. And balance is just one of the wonderful sensors you've got, but you've got so many others that will allow you to really have more serendipity, which is actually one of the things we train people in, that they can actually have more good fortune because according to quantum physics, it's okay. It's okay for the redwood tree to keep growing and growing and growing. Why shouldn't you be part of it, that whole concept? Well, it's because there's life is made of two choices. Now, that should be good news to all your listeners. It's only two. You can either choose to be expanding all the time and using the energy practices, or you can choose to be contracting all the time and end up you know, at Forest Lawn, 
or someplace like that where you're just you're no longer here you're no longer you know energy but there's two approaches and it's almost like the positive thinkers and the negative thinkers but one of them's real it's just you can't say i'm winning the lottery tomorrow and do nothing you've got to participate in life because you're part of the quantum so yes you have to buy a ticket but probably be better if you in grew each day because the process of life according to this whole discipline is that every moment's a learning opportunity for you to learn your own prowess to learn how many great things you can create all the time including relationships including love including connection because really it's all we're all a village we all need each other and the more we can connect and work with each other the more results we're going to get because each person has their own particular talent and what's so wonderful about this discipline, this 5,000-year-old discipline, energy for success allows people to bring out their talents no matter what age they are. I've met people at 80 who all of a sudden start painting or start writing books and keep going with no Alzheimer's all the way to 100. As someone who spends so much time, energy, and money to be healthy, I want to keep track of what's working and what's not. That's why I'm really into this company I found called Inside Tracker. They are an ultra personalized performance system that analyzes data from your blood, DNA, lifestyle, and fitness tracker to help you optimize your body and reach your health and wellness goals. Through their app and testing protocol, I'm able to get a clear picture of what my body looks like on the inside. And I also get a clear measure of whether my diet, supplement, and exercise choices are helping or even hurting. I did the whole inside tracker deal recently and was actually shocked to find that I was less than perfect in some areas. My cholesterol and B vitamins were high, for example, and a few other things that need a little tweaking. There was, of course, also some good news as my overall health score was that of a much younger person and certainly more optimized than your average American. And that's the point. The whole goal with Inside Tracker is to be optimized, not normal. So they don't merely show you the normal biomarker zones. They show you the optimal biomarker zones and numbers that are best for your individual body. So if you want to check this out, I highly recommend you sign up for Inside Tracker now. You're going to get your testing done, the results of your biomarkers, and then some incredible lifestyle and diet recommendations from their brainiac scientists to help you improve everything you find. Just go to insidetracker.com slash Luke, where you will save 25% off your entire order. That's insidetracker.com slash Luke. Well, I remember the last time I saw you in person was in London. We were both speaking at the Health Optimization Summit, and there was this you know, the VIP dinner or whatever for the speakers the night before. And I remember it was just, I mean, it was fun, but excruciatingly loud because we're all in kind of packed in a small room. And I remember I was kind of overwhelmed getting ready to leave. And then I don't know if it was you or someone working with you was like, hey, Dr. B wants to talk to you. And and you said, well, what's going on? I said, oh man, I just had a breakup, you know. I, I remember. Was, I gave it, a, I gave it another shot. It didn't work out, you know, and, um, and it, it was, you know, obviously I was disappointed. I don't think anyone goes through a breakup and is like, yay. No, you know, everyone is there. You and hope that it's going to work out. And I told you about it. And then I remember, and you you might have a better memory around this, but I remember you expressing to me how important it was to create a vision for the type of partner that I was looking for. And and I did that in great detail. Right. And then And then you said something like, okay, I'm going to work on this. And then we texted a couple of times afterward. And you knew that I really was seeking a healthy, fulfilling relationship. 
And I did. I created a vision. And I think I did actually text it to you. That's at one right. Point. Yeah. I told you, you have to give yourself like an energize yeah. it. And yeah. Then give and you the then, practice to make it happen. And it was happen. very specific, you know, right. I mean, to, uh, to meaningful attributes of one's character and value system, the things that really matter to the most superficial, like they like this kind of music and have this color hair or whatever. Right. And it took me a while to actually connect the dots. Cause I just kept moving with life, but with, with my, uh, you know, partner, Allison, you know, she literally is all those things on that list. Of course. And it's okay with quantum physics that you actually keep winning and winning and winning. Yeah. And I, I don't know that I didn't believe in it, but I was never someone that's like, I want to meet my soulmate. I mean, it's never like a terminology I've resonated with, uh, but it's one that I've heard you use. And if there ever was one, she's mine. I mean, there's just this sense, there's this sense that we've known each other for eons your soulmate is out there and not just one there's more than one depends on where you are in the world where you're in your life period and it's all good if you decide to go with what would work for you reach for your good but some of the things on the list just for your listeners might want to know because i go what's this list so one of the things is you got to make sure that you're picking well i think they might be interested in some of the qualities right yeah you have to pick whether you're looking for a man looking for a woman whatever the the point is you have to pick a person who's going to be win-win Someone who, you know, when they go to get an ice cream cone, they look to see and say, do you want one too? In other words, they feel good when you participate with them. And if you don't have someone who has your best interest at heart when they're doing things, they may be in a category, maybe unconsciously, just overly busy, but sometimes not. Sometimes they're in a category of win-lose, which means I have an ice cream cone. If you want something, get it. I'll be in the car. It's a different relationship. All of a sudden, who cares? You don't need a person like that around, do you? I mean, you could have them as a business partner, but you don't need them as someone you're in love with. Someone you're in love with, you would like to have it be deeper each moment. One of the other characteristics of soulmate is that each day is not, well, almost anyone who's had a breakup in a relationship before you broke up. There's those months beforehand where you're either sitting next to them or lying next to them in the morning or the evening and you're, you're going, I guess this is it. You know, I guess this is the person and this is how it turned out, but I'm not that happy. <laughs> right. This, right. The, and what am I going to do? Just grin and bear it. And then you talk to some friends or something, go, how's your relationship? They go, well, that's a relationship. You know, what do you expect? Same old, same old. People settle. And that's not soulmate. Soulmate is not settling. You actually don't have to force it. It's there for you. Just like the perfect golf shot, the perfect skiing, the perfect soccer shot. It's all inside of you. Just like balance and, and riding a bicycle. But people don't, get that because we have this milieu this cultural milieu which i called a long time ago the matrix they made a great movie out of it and uh, the joy is that you don't have to go with mr smith but if you listen to him and and get you know conditioned that you know you have to be sort of listening to that voice in your head all the time and be manipulated by all the do's and don'ts that the world seems to control you with or have you contract remember there's only two conditions for either expanding or contracting that if you start choosing expansion with these with these techniques that i want people to learn then you're able to actually be more on top of your game more present so when you meet the person you want to meet you're more able to say hey yes you're attractive yes i'm connected to you and yes you're also interested in the same things i'm interested in i'm not making it up we can actually have a dialogue. You don't have to just be so attracted to the person that you can actually sense, is this person good for me? And you can tell in your heart. And you can tell by the, each time you go out with them that with a soulmate, your relationship is not like what I described earlier, which is more like a what we have in the matrix, which is conditional relationships, people that just, you know, tit for tat. 
you get the laundry, I'll get the food, you take care of the kids, I'll take care of this, you take it. And you just sort of divide up duties and you call that love. It's not. It's sort of a collegial relationship, which is not romantic, except maybe you have a release once, you know, date night once or twice. But even that people complain, you know, we have over a 50% divorce rate and that's only with marriages. But without marriages, it's even higher as far as people that get together and then break up. <laughs> wow, I yeah. never thought about that. So what is it the number um, of people that actually make it like you? and find a soulmate it's very 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 rare because they're stuck in that paradigm of well what have you done for me lately and it isn't that you have to be mother Teresa with the other person it's just that both of you have to be on the same page in terms of well what it works for you what are your expectations and no i don't have to be from mars or saturn and you from venus and then read some book about it you can actually relate and that's what's so great about being able to be having all these sensors open it's very easy for you to hear somebody else's positive communication I call it feedback, your feedback, whether it's positive or negative, and take it as like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't do that for you. Let me apologize or let me do an amend. So it isn't you're going to do, always do something perfect with your soulmate, but you are going to be able to learn all the time, which is your whole process of being here anyway. So what it is to have a soulmate is, is instead of one plus one, like in most things in the matrix, equals like maybe if you're lucky, a, you know, each is a half and they make one relationship. You know, you're 50% and my 50%. That is not in the in the energy for success uh soulmate soulmate is is one plus one equals a million in other words us two together is way better than anything i could do alone i mean way i'm just not yeah. just attracted yeah. but i'm also noticing every day i do better my life is better i'm actually more able to get up in the morning and do my energy practices for 20 minutes a day so that i can like become great at whatever sport or kung fu or become more creative or, or like with dave asprey who's written like three or four books and tony's written a couple books all using these practices so it's like having yourself have a mate uh, whether you marry them or just live with them or relate to them as being your best supporter in life bar none so that you're so proud to be with that person any place you go you go this person together were dynamite. Well, I'm thinking back on that list that I had shared with you. And there was a point at which I realized that actually I know what point it was. It was a very specific moment. Um, and I didn't, I didn't have the physical list to share with Allison, but it was very early on, like our, I guess our third date. And we, um, had participated in a ceremony together and it was a just very expansive experience, uh, needless to say. And <laughs> how do I say this? She made it clear to me that she was very available to be in a relationship at that moment. And it was very early on, no pressure, but she's just like, Hey, here's, here's what I'm feeling. And here's what I'm ready for, you know? Good. And I had to kind of, I, I was taken aback a bit because it was like, this was outside of my the plan that I had for how this was supposed to go. I kind of had a very logical plan for how I'm going to do it right this time and not end up making some of the mistakes I made in the past. And I started sharing some of the things in that list with her. She said, well, what are you looking for? And I was like, well, I actually wrote it down. I texted it to Dr. B. <laughs> and I started sharing that list. And two things happened. One was, as I was sharing it with her, I was looking her in the eyes and I was having this inner realization that everything on that list was sitting right in front of me. You got the genuine experience that you were dealing with reality because yeah. there is two realities. One that's sort of this made up either super positive or super negative attitude towards things. And then you try to guide your actions to that and they're always out of phase. So it doesn't produce satisfaction or health or love. And the other one is you're in the moment of really seeing reality. You're not lost in your 
past and you're not imagining some future. You're actually seeing, hey, what's there? And when you find out what's there is really great, then you find out what else is there. And then when you find you find a soulmate, you find out, oh my gosh, my whole list is actually there. It is a positive world. And no one wants to believe that because they keep going, oh no, you don't know the problems I've had as I was growing up and <laughs> totally. I was rejected in high school and people made fun of me because I didn't make the team. Whatever people always think, that's your past means nothing. Absolutely nothing. You can create everything right now once you start doing these techniques. You shift from one side of the yin-yang symbol to the other side. You shift from not being able to balance on a bicycle to all of a sudden you bounce and then you've got it for life. Then you've got your soulmate for life. Well, there was another element of that realization when I saw, whoa, this person that I thought was too good to be true is here. But the second part of it was a realization that what I was looking for, if I turned that around, I had become. Yes. Because I, I realized, okay, if I'm asking the universe for this, you know, this conglomerate of all these incredible qualities, what am I showing up with? And it was, it was in that moment that I realized that it was actually a reflective list that, give or take, I was able to actually contribute those same qualities to the relationship. Exactly. And I think that's kind of, well, one thing I wanted to ask you is, you know, it's one thing knowing what you want, say in a partner or in a soulmate, you're really ready for a relationship that has some depth and longevity. But what if we're not ready, right? What if I had not been in resonance with this incredible human that was there in front of me saying, hey, I'm available, and I hadn't actually cultivated my own character enough to meet her there to where there was, you know, synchronicity and, and, a, and, a, and a match energetically of development and maturity and understanding, right? I mean, I could have missed her if I had been five years before. I wouldn't have been even capable of providing her with the things that I had built into my own character. So how much of this in terms of soulmate is doing our own inner work and working on our energy versus what we're projecting onto someone else as going to be the missing link in our life? Like how important is it for us to be complete and sovereign within ourselves before adding someone to the equation? So many people since the 60s or before that have been working on, I'm okay, you're okay, can I be okay? And even when they're okay, they just don't get the okay relationship. So even if you think that you're okay, hey, I'm okay, and we all agree on everything, doesn't mean anything. You could agree on everything, but still not have the ability to be there with another person and be in love with them, because the love is actually a vibrational state. So what I'm so glad about what you said is that you, you can't wish it. It has to be in reality, but reality is really your friend. Once you stop having this cockamamie, like I have, to, like it's all not going to work out or it's all working out and I'm just going to be blind to this relationship. And even though he or she is, you know, alcoholic or on drugs or has all these other problems that I'm having to deal with, there's still going to be, there's hope there. Well, that's what the black side of the yin yang symbol is about it's all no good results no good results with a little white dot with a little bit of hope in there and the other <laughs> side is that remember you can always make your choice the other side is that you actually could choose that you get a really wonderful relationship and it keeps getting better and stronger and better and stronger but it happens because you look for what you wanted over there and then you also did the other part of the list which is what am i willing to bring to the relationship for this ideal person and what you are willing to bring to the relationship were so many normal things that fit with you that you said, well, here's what I can give, you know, and remember it's in eight categories. So here's what I can give as far as creativity. Here's what I can give in terms of being, you know, intelligent. Here's what I can give in terms of being financially successful. Here's what I can give in terms of being physically fit every day. Here's what I can give in terms of being creative. I mean, you're a very creative guy in what you're doing. And that to some people is inspiring, 
But can you imagine, like, I know one guy who, um, you have a time to hear the story? No, I don't uh, think so. You don't think you don't want the story? No, I do. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. I think he said, have you heard uh, it? No, no, no. So it's one guy, you know, he made out his list and he says, well, you know, I'm a comedian and, I, and I'm funny all the time. I go, so what's the problem? He says, we mean, I can ask for a lady who's a comedian too. I said, no, she doesn't have to be on the circuit, but you definitely want a lady who's going to laugh at your jokes. Not as a, <laughs> not as, a, you know, if she can't see the humor in every moment of life. She's missing it. Like when I was working in, uh, as a Zen ma- with Zen masters in Japan before I ever made it to China, one of the key things that one of the masters taught me, he said, Dr. Barry, you know, because as a Western doctor, we're so serious. You know, every patient is life and death. And you walk around sort of with a stern look all the time, like sort of basically indigestion to being seriously constipated. Like, yes, ma'am. Uh, okay, we'll take care of it. But you don't ever show any real emotions because it's just not, it's weird. And, and so when I got there, he said, you're going to have to change all that. If you're going to become enlightened, you're going to have to make it to where you learn to laugh at it. And I said, what's the it? He said, oh. <laughs> And so when he was talking about that state of enlightenment, when you're one with the universe, one with the creator, whether it's the mother nature, God, the universe, whatever you hold attributing to creating this magic of the, you know, I mean, this is actually a fascinating moment right now, you and I remember Einstein said, which is one of the uh, attributes of this training program, almost the Einstein part of your brain, when you become super smart, he said, he says, really, you can summarize all of life down to every moment is absolutely a miracle experience it as a miracle you might experience it not like a miracle like oh yeah that's a miracle and i wish i understood it no you can actually experience that it. it's fascinating that you're actually how does this hand work people don't know oh yeah we can reconstruct a metal one but still not this one how many years has that been going on a long time plus no one can make this oh well, we can get duplicate cells but make the cell don't do that there's so many things that they don't even understand. They don't even understand how the, you know, the impulse goes from your brain all the way back down to here, and you can choose to make this happen just like this while well, this one's going this way. They go, oh, well, there's that equipment up there. You know, how'd that get there? Well, we are asking tough questions. Well, not <laughs> really if you can deal in the fact that you have all these sensors that bring you into a place where you become the person who can operate all of life in sort of that manner. Yeah, you don't know how the trees work, but yet they're, you're dependent on them. You, people, people sort of locate themselves in only one space, like I'm a thing. But it's not really true. I mean, you're just as much a tree as you are a person in terms of your breathing. People go, what do you mean? I said, well, you can only breathe in oxygen, right? Yeah, you don't make oxygen. Trees make it. Your lung is partly in a tree. So you better not let the trees go because I'm a big naturalist. The trees produce all your oxygen. You don't make any of it. None. It comes in there. I mean, make a little bit in terms of some equations in your body, but not enough to keep making it in life. So your lung, you can actually take your lungs, put them in the tree. The tree's making your oxygen. And then the tree's living off of you for the CO2 you're producing. So that's just one of the coexistences that it goes on on the planet that allows you to sort of widen up and say, you know, Einstein was really right. He said, it's all, every moment is fascinating. It's, it's, it's a miracle of experience or else he says, it's nothing. Nothing. And what he meant was nothing as far as an experience that can help you. Because then you're stuck in, you know, the 50% divorce rate, the tit for tat, like, okay, you do this, I'll do that. And people just sort of bustle through life and they're very unhappy. I've been into energetic healing technologies for many years, especially those that are supportive for EMF exposure. And there are a lot of so-called quantum products on the market. And I've tried just about anyone I've ever heard of but few of them have had any noticeable effect. 
However, there is one product line that's passed my test and become part of my arsenal, and it's called Leela Quantum Tech. Leela Quantum has developed a groundbreaking technology to increase your energy level, become more stress resistant, and also helps to support your whole family, pets, and garden with pure quantum energy. The Leela Quantum products have been certified and studied by various third-party institutes and doctors, and these studies have found significant improvements in people's blood, cellular voltage, allergy reduction, and heart rate variability. But my favorite benefit of all is that the Leela Quantum products help neutralize harmful frequencies, including any EMF like 4G, 5G, microwaves, and Wi-Fi. In fact, I have the Leela Quantum block in my kitchen where I charge my food, drinks, and supplements, as well as the Infinity block in my living room and here in the studio for a huge energetic upgrade. Leela Quantum Tech is a truly conscious business that wants to do good in the world and even plants a tree for every order. So if you want to hook up your energetic environment and have a tree planted on your behalf, you can go to leelaq.com and use the code LUKE10 to save 10% off your first order. That's L-E-E-L-A-Q.com and the discount code is LUKE10 for new customers. That reminds me of uh, one of my favorite quotes, and I don't know, it might come from the Bible or something. I'm not sure. I've never actually read the Bible properly, but it says, um, either God is everything or he is nothing. Yeah, that fits. Right? It's like, yeah, in other words, you can get that your position in life actually doesn't have any limits, just like the universe. Or you can get that you're so limited, you deserve just to have a miserable existence and maybe a couple good wins, and that'll be it. You'll have to take the lumps with the gravy. Oh, brutal. Yeah, well, there's a lot of people that feel that way, or they go, I'm yeah. doing the best I can, Doc. You understand my history. I know, but we can jump from that. You know, for years and years, I was treating patients with ulcer and cancer and all those things. And part of that, of course, is your, your grok, your gestalt of life. And people's gestalt is pretty much, I, it's already been formed by the time I was seven or 10 or wherever I went to school, or I'm a lawyer now. But it reminds me of the lawyer we're talking about a relationship. He came home. One day, I don't know, it was five years into their marriage, and he says, hey, I'm home. And she says, oh, you're home early. Great. He says, I brought champagne. She says, oh, that's great. How come? She says, because I've made partner, and I've been working all these days, seven days a week, 20 hours a day, just to make partner, and finally I made it. And she says, well, that's wonderful. I'm so glad for you, honey. And she says, I have something for you. And he says, what is it? He said, and she gives him the divorce papers. <laughs> and he says, divorce, but I've been working all these years you know, to make all this money to have partner for you. She goes, that wasn't why I married you. I married for you. I never got you. For all these years, you've been gone. And so you're going to say, well, that person was trying to be partner. Well, you could have brought your spouse along with you as far as the communication relationship, but that would mean you'd have to be able to relate to that person in a way that was comfortable, supportive, and both of you were win-win, which happens in the energy, happens in these energy for success practices that you're able to communicate. I mean, I've had people who've taken so many other courses about trying to find out, and what's my Zodiac sign? What's my Tarot card say? Should I go with this person? And it just wastes your time. And then you end up later going, why did I do that? You know, it was fun for maybe the first few dates or something, or maybe the first marriage or two. But I've had people who come to me after, you know, second marriage, and I go, well, so why should you stop now? Now you can start to try it in an, you found the other way doesn't work. So let's try it out of the matrix. Let's try being in the energy space where it's win-win all the time, not win-lose. And if you can find some person who's win-win that wants your best interest along with you wanting their best interest, oh boy, oh girl, what fun. 
Now, you both don't, don't both have to like mint chocolate chip, but you might both like to eat or go to some place together where it's fun that you can do both things. But this whole thing about, well, I'm giving up what I want so that you can have what you want, and the whole thing is a compromise, that's matrix. Yes, there's <laughs> multiple interests, but the yeah. interests are supposed to be supportive or else you don't have a soulmate. You've got a patient. That's, that's, very, that's very cool. I, I'm just, of course, you know, reflecting as you speak and God, I don't feel like I've given up anything, you know? I mean, it's just all gains. Uh, one on plus one sides. equals a million and people yeah, can't yeah. imagine that. And that's one of the yeah. disciplines we teach. I would have never until I experienced it, honestly. I thought it was like, that's what romantic comedies are about or no, <laughs> romance no. novels or something. No. Once you just move from one side to the other. Or that limited thinking of, well, okay, maybe it exists, but not for me. Right. I've got, like you said, I got too many problems. My past, the trauma, I just, I just, I'm missing a gene that makes me able to, you know, relate to people in an, in an intimate way that's healthy and longstanding and mutually fulfilling. Uh, I want to ask you on, uh, on the soulmate thing, I, I, you know, and I want to kind of get more of your definition of it, but I sense that people have a perception around that concept that somewhere in the universe, mm. there's one person for you. Mm. And if you don't get that one person, then you've missed it. But earlier you said you could have multiple soulmates. Of course. So it, I guess in the quantum realm, uh, it's it's infinite, right? And so there there could be conceivably an infinite number of embodied souls running around the planet at any given time that you could have one sort of successful karmic path with, even in a romantic relationship. Oh so yeah, it's, it's not your, that it's just that one, right? So, I've had people find their soulmate at seventy five, seventy. You want a funny story? Yeah, I love funny yeah, stories. Yeah, so this Especially one guy. Yours. Yeah, this one guy. Um, we'll call him Mister C. He knows who I am. By the, he knows who he is by that name. He came to me and he said, well, you know, I had uh, a, a wife and kids and she's moved on now and I moved on. And so, I, you know, I, I came to you because I really want a soulmate. You know, my health is pretty good and I've, I've been in your courses, your hero course for a long time. And it's really wonderful, but I want this soulmate. So I said, okay, well, you just do these practices and uh, you have to put down your criteria. He says, well, I got some pretty tough criteria. I said, well, what are these? He said, well, I'm 71 years old. And I said, okay. I said, what's the problem? He said, well, I want a girl, a lady who, um, I don't drive. I said, okay. So she has to be, I'm a writer. I said, okay. So I don't make that much money, but I want to marry somebody very wealthy. I went, okay. And also I want somebody who's young and happy. I went, okay, how young? He says, well, you know, just a few, some years younger than me. I said, great, but I don't drive. And so she's going to have to be within walking distance or bicycle distance from my house. <laughs> So he's okay. 71, rides a bicycle. He works at coffee shops where he writes every day and he, he writes books, but he was, you know, semi-successful at that, but he certainly wasn't wealthy. He was a happy, happier guy, but he said, these are my criteria. And plus I want her to be intelligent and go for it. So I said, all right, not a problem. And I've had, I have him on tape on one of the podcasts or, or one of the video testimonies on our website, energy for success. But the point is finally within about two or three months, same thing happened to him. It's happened to you. He said, you won't believe it. I said, no, I hear that every day for the past 20 years. That's why I'm doing this job. That's why I get up every morning so I could hear these great stories that people use these techniques. They actually work because it's all physics. So he said, 
I was riding my bike and I saw an old buddy of mine down the street. And so we were talking and he was talking to the next door neighbor who was this nice lady. And so while I was talking to him, this lady and I started talking and finally I found out she used to be a major buyer for a huge company and she's retired now and she has her own, you know, golden parachute and she's super intelligent lady. She's really bright, younger than me. And, you know, we've been talking. I said, well, how's it going? He says, we haven't stopped. We've been talking and finally we moved in together. I said, really? He says, yeah, we're going to get married. I get to go to their wedding. So 72, he got married uh, to our 73 and she was a bit younger than them and they, they get along with his, you know, previous family. So was there another soulmate for him? Yes. Was it possible to find that person with sort of unique criteria that I got to be able to reach her on my bicycle, you know, <laughs> and then I got to run into her when I'm riding back and forth. I don't want to go out at night because I don't have a car. It's when I'm going, you know, the daytime, just back to the coffee shop. Yes. So that sounds like very super narrow criteria, but it isn't when your heart is in the right place, but your heart doesn't have to be in this place. Like, well, I'll do anything for the lady. You want someone to, or the man, you want the person to say that I would do anything for them because I love you because I care about you because I'm in the space of win-win when you're in win-win every person's important. That person's important to you. Not because they may be the mother, the father of your child or related to you as a family member, but as someone that, you know, you can make it better in the world with them. And that, kind of person actually exists in many different cultures, many different ethnicities, many different age groups. So if there's anything your audience should recognize is that the only reason it hasn't worked up till now is you've had, like I teach in golf, you've been focusing on all these thousand things I need to do before I hit the ball. And I said, just let go of all that. Let's just have the intention with the right criteria and where you want the ball to go. And then do these energy practices before. And so your body has their sensors open so that when you hit the ball, it's just whoop, you and that flow state. And with the athletes, the NBA players, and I just had somebody in the uh, U.S. Open in tennis, and she uh, actually had previously, a couple years ago, beat Serena Williams. She's really a fantastic tennis player. is one of our clients. We've had musicians that have done really fantastic, uh, that a lot, a lot of people know all of them, and NBA players. All those people use these techniques before they put the ball in the basket. When I talk to the, some of the athletes, they go, really, Doc, I really don't, you know, some of these are seven feet, two pay, seven feet tall people. They go, I really don't care about the technique. I don't care about the you know, physiology. I don't care about the physics. I just want to put the ball in the basket multiple times and not hit the bank board. I go, got it. So we're going to put you in the, you're going to be in the zone. In other words, you don't have to understand physics to be able to do this. It's how you're made. You don't understand how your hand works, but you get to use it and you can sew with it. Or you can play basketball with it, or you can play paddleball with it, you can do a million things. So all these opportunities to be in the flow and zone state in your relationship, which is what we're talking about today, is not only accessible, but it's your birthright. You're supposed to find someone great. And now that you found this lady, you're the one that told me, if you'd have known previously that this kind of person was possible, all that aggravation and chagrin that you've been through and that other people have been through, we would have avoided all that. So that's what I get up every day for it because I told you first went into it, this whole process of looking for this, these techniques for getting younger so that people wouldn't have to suffer. They wouldn't have to go through all the pains of failed relationships, failed health, failed physical conditions and going to the gym. So can you imagine if you hadn't had all those experiences where you got shut down previously or you tried so hard and it would and your heart got broken? You don't need to have your heart broken. You need to find some place where your heart gets fulfilled, where your heart feels like, gosh, I am just a thousand percent better around this person. And he or she feels the same way about me, around me. And therefore, it's a connection. And when that connection is just like the yin yang symbol that comes together, 
the whole thing starts to work. All the engines are working. Your platform is stable. And then you'll be smarter, more able. Your sleep will be better. All these things that people have that they call stress, it's all because you're lonely. Hmm. You're really lonely because you're, you've had a negative approach to, I'm all alone in this world. And you know, it's no man's an island, no woman's an island. And they go, well, I'm not lonely. I get to dominate every relationship I'm in. I go, okay, do you feel peace of mind about that? Do you feel love? They go, it's as good as it gets, doc. Don't ask for more. I go, I understand, but it doesn't have to be that way. And they start doing these practices. They soften up and all of a sudden the right person, they can find them right away, even if they're in bicycle distance. In today's world, one thing has become abundantly clear, and that is as a collective and as individuals, we could really be well served by learning how to manage our stress. In fact, according to the American Psychological Association, chronic stress is linked to the six leading causes of death. That's how serious it is. So as we see the world changing around us, it's more important than ever, in my opinion, that we learn how to adapt to stress. And one of the most important molecules in the world to help the body and mind alleviate and deal with stress is magnesium. Now, most people think stress is caused by things like work, traffic, tense relationships, politics, and all that stuff. So they focus on solutions like meditation, going to the spa, going to the gym, trying to chill out. I'm a fan of most of those things. But what if the root cause of much of the stress we experience has to do with the deficiency in magnesium? Magnesium is the body's master mineral. It's so powerful that it helps to regulate over 300 critical reactions in the body, including detoxification, fat metabolism, energy, stress, and even digestion is influenced by the presence of magnesium. So if there's one mineral you should make sure to include in your diet, it's magnesium. And it's very difficult to get an adequate level of magnesium in your diet due to the depletion of this mineral in our soils, etc. So that's why I'm really excited to tell you about a new magnesium product called Magnesium Breakthrough. It's the ultimate magnesium supplement, easily the best I've ever seen or experienced in all my years of geeking out on this stuff. It's got seven forms of magnesium, which is unheard of. So if you're ready to check it out, here's what you do. Go to buyoptimizers.com luke. And once you get there, the product you're looking for is Magnesium Breakthrough. If you use the code LUKE10, you'll save 10%, but you can also save up to 40% off select packages of Magnesium Breakthrough. So again, go to buyoptimizers.com slash Luke. That's B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S, buyoptimizers.com slash Luke. What about the... The matrix fool's gold of your past experiences, maybe even patterns that have developed out of your trauma and the biochemical intoxication that has you meet someone. And there's a part of you that says, this is the one, this is the one, this is the one. When in fact, they're perhaps the, the worst possible choice for both of you and you're being bonded by something other than that win-win you know true love soulmate thing it's it seems that many of us myself included at times have been um you know tricked by thinking exactly. this is the real thing but it's just that you know there's some part of you that's drawn to a painful lesson you know with each other but it feels real right you're like this is the one this is the one and it's really exciting and it's like a drug i think that's a great way to describe it and and i remember um my dad and even someone i interviewed said luke when you meet the right person it doesn't feel like a drug and i was like well that sounds boring i said well what does it feel like and they said it feels like home mm -hmm. you know so how do how do we discern whether or not we're just 
like high on another person because it's hitting these triggers and buttons within, within us that aren't necessarily going to lead to the highest good of a fulfilling, lasting relationship. Or when it's what you're describing, which is like home, where it's safe and secure and beneficial. How, how, do we, how do we build that discernment to know if we're fooling ourselves or not? Perfect question. Discernment is what this whole energy practice is about. Energy for success is the fact that reality is really wonderful, but it has two types. There's the contraction reality and the expansive reality. When you're in the contraction reality, there's going to be rough edges. You're going to have grit. You're going to have to stow your comments. You're going to have to be either be massively excited and hope that he or she is in love with you or likes you, or you're going to have this feeling like, oh no, we've talked and we're certain we really connected. So how would you get to that place? Well, the same thing that happens in sports or with people that want to write a book or people want to write a play in Broadway or we want to be a musician for 15,000 people. You do the practices, the physical ones that I've showed you before or the ones that we have on the website for people to you know, register in and you do those physical practices and then you put yourself in a state where you're win-win. You're totally feeling the energy. And then you're looking for first a friend. Friends first. Then lovers at a track, you know, then move on to more serious. But if you can't be a friend with a person, then you didn't find someone that's really close. Because really, what is your best partner, your soulmate? They're your best friend. So people go, oh, wait a minute, what about the love? Oh, don't worry. The love will be there because the more you're your friend, the more you're going, hey, I don't want you going anywhere. You're my best <laughs> bud. I like you around. And you, don't, and you want that lady or person oh, yeah. sitting right that's next great. to you all the time because you like their connection. And it isn't just the softness or the warmth or their positive approach or their perfume. It's like, no, it's the, the person. It's great. You can be home and do nothing just because you're with them. The strip of the energy flow between you two, I have a diagram that shows this on one of the lectures. It keeps getting stronger and stronger, this Mobius strip, so that you two are like bonded. So that really it becomes a place where, and you may have already experienced this, that your partner can have thoughts or feelings or needs, and you'll just pick up the phone all of a sudden for no reason and call the person. That's a serendipity on command. They go, oh, I was just thinking about you. I, you know, you you want me to do something about what? I was just thinking about that thing myself. And it's not that you're like becoming magical. No, it's your birthright. You're meant to find another person that you really connect with to get that this world really is good for you and other people are good for you if you pick the right one. So discernment is the right word. So can everybody be your friend? No, not the win-lose people, not the people that are into stuff, crazy stuff that you're not interested in, people that want to take advantage of you, people that are scam artists, people that are just interested in you know, getting you and not being able to give and return in the same manner, in the same way that you enjoy and that you feels good. That's why friends first is so much easier to work with. And then after that, fall in love. And then after that, see how serious and how long that's going to be and see what your physical compatibility is, et cetera, et cetera. And then you've got a total chance of success. And we average, you know, about you know, I have so many people who've shown up on the websites and given testimonials that they're either getting married or being able to have kids for the first time, at least four or five of those every year. And they all come and go, yeah, I found my soulmate. It really does work. And we're not trying to advertise just that ability works with the energy, but that you're really have superpowers inside that you don't realize. And you know, they've been there and you would just love some other person to know that about you. And when you find the right friend, the right person who's win-win, they're interested in you. How, why are they interested in you? Because they're like you in many ways, but they're not pretending to be like you. They actually are. We had a gentleman recently who was very, spent a ton of money on this lady he was interested in, but she told him, she said, you know, I'm really not that interested, even though you keep spending all this money, but he kept spending it, thinking that would win her over. 
And so finally at the end, she had the guts to say, you know, I'm really not that interested and I'm going to go off with somebody else. And he was broken hard. I said, no, he dodged a bullet. I said, the truth is, would you really want someone like that? And then over time, you're still trying to convince her, still trying to convince her. No, when the puzzle pieces fit, that's the person you should look for because then it's all done for you. And then the workability is just, how can I help you? I knew a guy who had a relationship and he finally found this soulmate, okay? And he called me, he said, funniest thing happened the other day. I went, what? He said, well, I met this lady. And I went, he said, we've been going out for a bit and I did some dumb stuff. I went, like what? He said, well, I folded her sweater and I'm a big, tough guy. I've never folded <laughs> any woman's sweater for her and then put it in a suitcase for her. I said, why'd you do that? He goes, I don't know. I just felt like she needed it. I said, that's win-win. That's you thinking about somebody else in a way that they're the same as you. And if they had a sweater and they were going, you could help them out. It's just like, well, that's their stuff. And my, this is my stuff. And you stay over there in Egypt and I'll be over here in Israel and we'll fight forever. Or we'll try to get along in a DMZ, which is where most relationships are. Wow. So wow. it sounds like I mean, here's yeah. this big, tough guy. And he said, yeah. you know, I don't know why I did that. I don't even fold my own clothes, he said. But I just felt like folding it and doing it for her because I knew that might help her along getting packed. It wasn't like I was trying to get her to say thank you. He said, I was amazed that I did it. Not that I even needed her to say thank you. I was amazed. Why was I doing something that usually I would just say have my staff do or my EA or something? But you see, there's that heart connection. We're all really connected from here and through many other sensors. And once you have that connection, it's much easier to have a great partner in work, a great partner in relationships, a great partner in terms of, you say you want to have a startup, a great find the right boss to work for. Many people go, I can't work for this boss. Well, of course not. You need to have a boss who's a friend, not a person who's a you know, draconian person who's pushing you around. <laughs> We've been through that, right? But what it's like to work for different people who are just aren't, don't have your interests at all. Well, they're playing win-lose. They get to win, you get to lose. And some people say, well, you'll get to win later, but does that ever happen? <laughs> Famous last <laughs> words. Yeah. Do you get the sense with soulmates that, that we've known them before? I mean, I don't even know if you uh, buy into this idea of reincarnation where you're a, a soul that's, you know, reemerging over and over again in the world of form, right? And then you have experiences with the same people in different bodies that you've already known before. Do you think that a soulmate, from your perspective, has anything to do with that? That you kind of lose someone in life and then you both move on into whatever etheric realm you go into when you leave a body it's, and then you come back in and reconvene and it's a much more difficult path than the real one. the real path is not all this difficult thing where you have to go there and then come back and then find somebody in <laughs> well, a volcano I ask because like i it's I, much I, easier than that i ask because w when i and i feel like such a sap sometimes on my podcast always talking about my relationship but it's just it's my subjective experience no but, but it's wonderful when i look in allison's eyes I feel like I've known her forever. That's a good like for that's, eons. That's a connection. Like I know her more than I just know her in right, this form as, that's, as Allison. That's the There's true. a deeper, more eternal knowing. And yeah. so I always think, I wonder if we knew each other in no. past lives. Because no. how could I know her so much after I've known her for five years or whatever? Because you, you never know? looked for that before. You never knew that existed. And once mm. you found it, like in the song, never let it go you found a real category one person who really cares about you and you care about them and why would you ever want to disconnect from someone like that so have you ever had an employee that you felt very close to also because they were just like really wonderful i had a friend who who was interviewing i help people sometimes large corporations fortune 100 to be able to pick certain people for their ceo suite and things like that 
where they've got to manage a whole company. And so this one gentleman said, well, I've interviewed these three people and I really I like this lady and you talk to her. I've like this one and this one. I said, listen, you can interview the other ones. I think you should take this lady right now. And if you don't take her, um, I'm going to hire her. He goes, you're going to hire her. This is a, you know, we have a big construction <laughs> business. You have no business hiring this lady. I go, this lady is a category one lady. This lady is a win-win. I can train this lady and work with her. She'll be a great person to work with the rest of my life, no matter what she works in, because she's caring about what I care about. You see, you can't make people care about what you care about. They have to have that interest. They have to have that kind of brain and, and wisdom of going when you look in their eyes going, hey, I'm really here for you. I'm not here for myself only. I'm here to make it work between us. If you have a person like that, I'll find a place for her. I said, I'll find a position in somewhere in the company. And so eventually he did hire her. To this day, it's like about eight years later. This lady manages so much of his company, does so much. He never has a worry. He says, I can go on a trip or anything. She's got it all handled. Do you hear that? His interests and her interests match. And they're not married. They are. A, he's got a great marriage. Also, same kind of thing. So it's possible you can have that in your work relationships too. And People called it a long time. A Christ called it a long time ago. Everybody needs love. Beatles called it everybody needs love. Really, the love is not going to occur in a tick-for-tat relationship where you do this and I do that. That's not love. That's sort of dependence. And where love exists is in these wonderful energy vibrations where each person gets to be a tall tree. They don't have to depend on the other person or lean on them. You both get to excel and both get to grow in your relationship because of each other and with each other. And when you're around each other, it's only because you're even better, whether it's a work one or it's a marriage or just a living relationship. So who you want to be around are your friends. Who you want to work for is your friends. Who you want to marry or live with is your friends. And then from there, it can become romantic. And who is a good friend is people who fit your criteria, but your criteria have got to be legitimate criteria. In reality it can't be something where you want someone to dominate or you want them to dominate you, but you actually want somebody who that together you're for each other's best interest. But it isn't like, okay, well, you know, I'm suffering, but then you're going to pay me back later. No, we're both winning right now. There's no reason for either one of us to suffer. And that's what blows people away. And I'm sure you found that out that even though you had all this fun with the contractor, it didn't kill your relationship. It just realized that both of you had picked somebody who really wasn't win-win. And boy, that was a mistake, but at least we got each other, which are win-win. He was win-lose. He was just you know, negligent of doing his work. So when you find someone like that, they're not assiduous to taking care of business for you and them. So they're not the kind of people you want to hire. They're not the kind of people you want to marry. And once they learn that, they'll either clean up their act or they'll go work for you know, someplace else. Hopefully, if you listen to this show, you know by now that exposure to blue light at night just trashes your melatonin, and as a result, your sleep. It took me years to figure out how to light my home at night, and I finally found the solution. It's the Lumi Sleep Bulbs by Blue Blocks. The Lumi Bulbs are awesome because they only emit red light, which is optimal for melatonin production. The Lumi Bulbs are far superior to quote-unquote smart light bulbs, as these are powered by Wi-Fi or Bluetooth, which increases EMF. Lumi, however, does not run on EMF or Bluetooth, which means they're very low in EMF, if any at all. I would personally never use bulbs that run on EMF. This would defeat the whole purpose of making your home a healing sanctuary, which is what it should be. The Lumi bulbs also have a very long lifespan of 25,000 hours, which makes them a smart investment. And I use these bulbs not only at home, but also when I travel. They are well packaged and super lightweight, which makes packing them very easy. I just throw them in my suitcase every trip I take, and I'm the geek that changes the light bulbs in every hotel room. And maybe you should too. It's awesome. 
If you're ready to ditch your blue light bulbs, here's what you do. Go to blueblocks.com slash lifestylist and use the code lifestylist to save a cool 15%. That's B-L-U-B-L-O-X, blueblocks.com, and the code is lifestylist. What you're describing really is outside of the matrix, and there's a lot of I think for people, including myself in, in, in the past, a lot of mindset change that needs to be executed in order to even believe that this is possible, right? If one's had a lot of negative experiences and, and you're in that mindset of like, well, sounds like a fantasy that can't be real, or it might be real, but not for me because I'm a loser or whatever. Because having experienced a lot of what you're describing, I'm like, yep, yep, that's true. That's true. That's true. But there would have been a time in my life I was like, this guy's nuts. Like, there's no way the world is this friendly and hospitable. They're to always someone. going. <laughs> you know I mean? No, no. But the truth is, it isn't unless you choose for that and go looking for it. You have to intervene. Remember, I said in the beginning of quantum, yeah. you matter. So at every moment, like in skiing, you're the one who earns the next turn. So if you don't put yourself in the zone and flow state with these energy practices and put yourself in the manifestation state, which these practices allow you to do, then you're going to try to force it through or positive think your way through. And you know what happens like that when you grit and when you're doing any sport, you just sort of bounce off of the next mogul. You're not really supple and willing to be able to move with whatever the environment is. And the environment's always changing to challenge you, but isn't always, it isn't changing to make your life miserable. It's changing to make it more exciting. When you start skiing, you start usually with green circle, right? And then after you've done the bunny slopes, then you go to blue square. And But then you go, that's boring. I can now do that. So much fun, but not that much fun. Now I'm going to go to black diamond. And then you keep going up. Not because someone's forcing you, because we're meant to expand in all areas. So yes, you have a history of negative relationships. doesn't have to stay that way. Stop thinking that everything you learned in the past is going to help you now. It's not. It's just evidence of what doesn't work. And in life, you're learning every moment. You're going to learn every moment. I'm learning every moment. You're learning every moment. Whatever information is being given to you, you have to be used to discernment, your word, which is, is this something from the matrix, which is maybe 10% true, 20% true, but it's like the weather report. Eh, it's not really going to be 100% right. I wouldn't bet on it. I'd still take a jacket, you know, or I would take a raincoat, whatever, if you're in London. They say it's not going to rain, but then, which is where we were if we met. But then if you're in the energy flow, then you're somehow able to perceive what it is you need to accomplish. And you're somehow able to pick up those details because you're not stuck in the past. Because think about the past really has a lot of failures in it and some successes, but to make it all work and make it work today, it's not, you have to know about it, but it really doesn't apply to this second because this second is, is changing all the time, especially if you're skiing down a mountain and there's snow or you're in a relationship and you don't know what the other person's really motivation is. So then people say, well, you, you need to be in the present, but it's very difficult to be in the present because the present, as you know, I've shown you on your watch, the second hand's changing, changing, changing. So if you're really going to be in the present, you're going to be honest about it. You're not being honest. You're like, I just missed the present. I just missed, well, I missed the present again. I mean, the present's moving too fast. So then, well, I'll just be in the future. <laughs> and you go, well, in the future, you haven't met the lady or the man, or you don't even know if it's going to work out. You don't have any exchange or criteria. So really, you can't live in the future where I'm just positive it's all going to work. You've got to be in reality, which is right here when the present interfaces with just the next turn, the future, the present future. And in that place, you've got all your power. And if you use these energy techniques that I've got for you and energy for success, then you'll be able to do on your own where you're actually alert and aware and you'll be talking to another person. You'll perceive 
this person really cares or this person's making up a whole story it's a bunch of baloney that's where that discernment starts to develop because yeah. you're cultivating it's that part energy. of your birthright and it becomes normal and you're supposed to have that just like you're supposed to be able to hit a good golf shot it's i like want to i want to know uh dr b when we chatted in London and there was kind of a seed planted in, in your field and my field that, Hey, I'm, I'm looking for this. And then I sent you that text and we communicate a little, did you, did you work any of your energetic magic into my field? I mean, of course. Do, you, do you think you had a part? Of in, course. In that? That's part of the fun that I, as a doctor, I don't have to do surgery like that and cut people. Now, now you can just, uh, generate in my field certain vibrations in your body because it really wants to have that same thing just like with the practices that we have on video and audio it's all embedded in there the vibrations your body is like one of those plants that when the sun's shining through the window it goes like this i want a relationship the plant starts moving towards the light right so in your body your sensors were going i really want a relationship and i was generating to talk like this with the vibrations and how to do it so your body was going mm -hmm. sensors are opening up where can we find this kind of person? All of a sudden, you're made to win. You just don't realize it, but you've never been given the techniques. And so you started using the vibrations that I was demonstrating for the person. So your mirror neurons were picking it up. That's why so many people can't really give you what you want because they've never had all these experiences that I spent 25 years in China going back and forth, back and forth, being the only person who's ever written all this material down, which was all an oral tradition in the past. So there's now it's possible that people can get it from a video or from an audio, or from the physical practice, because it was never available. It was only for the emperors. And so, and so, but now in the Western world, you all can take it and use it. So yes, I created an energy field where not only were you able to perceive it and experience, but your mirror neurons that go, wait a minute, this experience is the experience I want to have in a relationship. This experience would be good for me to have. What do I need to do in criteria and quantum to create something like that? And then all of a sudden, you're now in the right place at the right time to meet the right person and just ride your bicycle down the street, and there she is. <laughs> you talk about uh, these different categories of people, mm. which I'm assuming have to do with their maybe level of consciousness or their stage of development yeah it's something that i presented the united nations just recently it really what are, worked out what are those categories if you could break them down for us briefly well it's really interesting that in i consulted so many people in fortune 100 and so in fortune 500 so many people over the years who are in uh not only presidents of countries but also you know superstars in 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 different disciplines or in art or in music um they're all bummed out for a lot of reasons. You know, I had this manager who really, you know, Bruce Springsteen, and my manager really screwed me at Columbia and all these other things and finally had to get my contract back. And all those people, Sting, number of people have, you know, have had not had the easiest relationships with people that they trusted. They just want to do their art. And the reason is, is that you know who to trust if you use these four criteria, that people can be divided up into four categories. And as I said, we presented this to the United Nations just recently, and they loved it, which is that category you want for soulmate and the category that you want for your friends and the category you want for your employees and your boss are the people that we described earlier the win-win people and that's category one and those people you can meet them and find them and they really care about you and you care about them and so you always want to do everything you can for them and they want to do everything they can for you and it comes naturally and they're conscious about it they're aware category two people are people who are mostly the same win-win but they go unconscious a lot they're the kind of people, like I had a decorator, um, she's probably out there listening, uh, we'll call her Suze. Suze is a beautiful French lady, um, 
And she and her mother were decorators. And they decorated my medical office one time. They did such a great job that I referred her to the hospital administrator who then let her do the whole building. And she went crazy, it improved her whole business. And she was so happy. And she says, doctor, she has a French accent. I want to honor your, you and your office. I'm going to bring you, because I know you're a foodie. I'm going to make a total French meal for you and bring it over. And you're going to have the best food and bring your whole staff and everything. So I said, okay, she says, tomorrow at 6.30. So then what happened, Sue, at 6.30, we're all there. The staff's there. Their husbands are there. We're all standing there waiting to eat. And 7.30 comes, 8, 8.30. Finally, quarter to nine, she shows up, says, oh, in her French accent with a big scarf come behind her, rolling all this beautiful food. And she says, there was a problem with the ovens and all these things. And I said, Susie, these people couldn't wait. They were starving. They went home. So, but she's a category two person. She's a loving, caring person who was trying to do her best. We just went unconscious about the time. So she says, I will make an amend right away. And those people always apologize. The people in the next category, category three, they don't apologize. They're always righteous. They always go, well, you know, you're the problem. You know, you should have accepted it. So with Sue, she says, and she did bring a whole other meal. She left that one and then brought another one the next day. And then the funny story is when she got me tickets for a play and she said, Okay, I'll meet you at the play and give you your ticket. I said, no. I said, you're a category two person who I love. You're always win-win, but sometimes you're not. Sometimes you're win-lose just because you're unconscious, <laughs> but, but your heart's good. I said, so give me my ticket and I'll meet you out front. I'm not going to dislike her. I'll meet you out front of the theater. And if you make it, I'll wait till 10 of. And then if you're not there, I'll go sit, but you'll have your ticket. You'll be able to sit next to me if you don't make it because with her, who knows, she could go unconscious again doing something for decorating. And I said, we'll meet afterwards for maybe coffee and dessert if you don't make it. But I'm not going to dislike category two people. You're going to love their, they make up most of your friends. You know, your old buddies from school, some, they give you problems, they smile, they're happy, but they let you down sometimes, right? But they always make an amend and fix it just like you will for them. Now, category three, unfortunately, is one of the largest categories. That's the next category. That's the category of people that play win-lose, but they're unconscious about it, which means they're always righteous. They always know they're right. So if they're in one political party, that's the only political party. You can't convince them anything. If they have one belief, that's their belief. If they say, this is the way that we always did it, this is the way you have to do it, you can't convince them opposite. And if you try to convince them as an employee or a spouse or a friend, they'll always finish your sentence for you and go, yeah, yeah I heard that, but this is really the truth. This is what I'm going to do. And they really are not there for you. They're there for they can be right. And if you agree with them, but then they're managing you and it's not win-win. The way you can see these people is that anytime you catch them in a mistake or a problem, like they did something that was totally incorrect. Well, it'd be like this one guy I know, my roommate when I was in college, uh, Paul. And Paul was a real studious guy. His dad was a famous person from Columbia University. And Paul was not really the guy who was going to date too much. But our next door a dorm mate was a football player and he was he had a date that, this night and he said paul i want to use your can i borrow your sport coat so paul looks at me and says you think i should lend it to him i go yeah why not just make sure he takes care of it so he said you better take care of it because paul was never going to use a sport coat so finally this football player came home and he, and we all said well how was your date he says oh it's great it's wonderful i think i'm in love and so he gives paul the sport coat back and paul says wait you ripped the whole shoulder he says you have to fix this he goes no i don't he says you yeah you said you were going to take care of it he said you buy cheap jackets it's not my fault. This was a setup. So you see, they're righteous. Category three people are righteous. You yeah, can't, they'll yeah. hurt you, and but they'll always make an excuse rather than amend. But if you and I rip somebody's jacket, whatever, we would clean their carpet, clean their jacket, get it sewn up for them and say, oh, I'm really, really sorry because we feel a connection to the other person. We want to maintain that relationship. But category three people just go, they're playing win-lose all the time. You know, it's a zero-sum game. If I get 80%, then you only get 20%, it's fine. 
That's the way the world is. You don't know what goes on. So that's category three. They make up a large percentage of the population, but they're unconscious about it. So as much as you say, look, you don't, you should, you should have voted for this person, or you should see this side of point of view. They'll go, no, not really. They'll disagree to the nth day. They'll never convince them. Or if they do agree, they'll go, I did it the way you said to do it, and it didn't work because they did the form. They just ignored the the principle and the being in reality about it. So you want to know about category four? Yeah. You sure? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure there's a couple of them listening. Maybe it'll wake them up. I'm All just right. kidding. So category, no, they won't. Category, <laughs> it won't because they No, don't. no. Category three people won't wake up. They, they are absolutely righteous about everything. All right, and you're wrong. They're right. They know everything. You can't convince them of anything. You may have had a relative like this who every time you went over to their house when you were a kid, you know, you're always wrong. You're the kid who's always wrong. So um, category four people make up the smallest, thank goodness, percentage of all people. And they're the people that are also right, wrong. I mean, they're all win, lose. They're always going to win. You're going to lose, but they're conscious about it. So they're not, they're, they know what they're doing. So they're the scammers or the con artists or the people like, well, we had somebody at one of, one of the hospitals I worked at where we all put in a small amount of money to get an x-ray machine for the hospital. And so everybody's supposed to get a certain amount back, but there must've been 30 doctors in the deal. And, uh, Finally, when everybody was supposed to get paid, everybody, all the doctors came to me and said, you better talk to the guy who started this thing, this doctor. He says, because he got you know, 20 times what we got, and he put in the same amount of money. What happened? So I went and talked to him. I said, hey, what's going on here, Joe? You, know, you, you screwed your relationship with all these doctors. These are referral sources. I mean, how could you have taken all this money? They didn't even realize it was going to happen. He goes, Tough. too bad. Too bad. You know, that's the way it was written, you know, and that's the way it was set up. It's just, they didn't notice. I said, but you didn't explain it that way. You didn't make it worthwhile. You're going to, you've severed all your relationships, all these people here. No one's ever going to talk to you again. He goes, it's okay. I go, really? He goes, yeah, I'll just go to another hospital and do it again with somebody else. And he did. Got another group of people and then went to another one. Another. I couldn't believe it. It's like, you're going, can somebody be like that? Well, yeah, there's people in history who really play it that close to it does nothing matters the whole world doesn't matter i can just do whatever i want and nothing you know those people you want to stay away from whatever if you find one a person like that you need to separate immediately or get legal separation immediately to protect yourself because those are the people that will not stop because they consciously know that you know you're not aware that they're going to do that most of us aren't aware that people are going to do what they're going to do when they're in the category four category i think it's hard sometimes for people to uh, kind of acknowledge the existence of category one people if they're not like that. I've noticed this in the past couple of years with so much political upheaval and the powers that be doing things that are uh, largely very unkind to the populace, <laughs> generally yeah. speaking. And I remember talking to a couple of my friends and, you know, I'm, I'm a bit of a conspiracy theorist, I guess, or a conspiracy analyst might be more accurate, I would say. Uh, but I say, yeah, I think this is what they're doing and, and such and such, you know, they, they don't have our best interest in mind. And these powers that be are just power hungry, psychotic people. And the friends that I find that have the hardest time acknowledging that as a reality are people that have really high empathy and they're really compassionate, kind, loving people. And they can't project themselves into those people that are category one because they don't understand the motive. Like I would never want to control vast swaths of the human population and subjugate them and exploit them and 
steal their resources or even harm them. Like, why would anyone want to do that? It's because you don't want to do that because you're a fucking normal person. Right. You know? So I think even myself too, I've been naive at times because I just can't conceive of someone behaving in that category one way. So I think, well, I'm not that way. So why would anyone treat me that way? No, you can't do that. You have to always be looking in reality to find it's, your person. It, it's, it's like propensity toward naivete, I think, for people that are just kind-hearted people. We it's have well, kind-hearted, but you're using your emotions rather than looking to see what's their behavior. Right. Like when I used to teach surgery, and you're dealing with a qualified person who really knows surgery, had great training, but since I was maybe head of the department at that time, I had to monitor them in a certain case. Okay, so we start the case, and before we start, I go, are you ready? He goes, yeah, I'm ready. And he's got scalpel in hand. I go, I don't think so. And the guy goes, because I'm supposed to judge him whether he's qualified to do this procedure, even though he's got the credits for it. And, and he says, what, what is it you want me to know? I said, well, you know, the, this anesthesiologist, have you checked what they're doing? And have you talked to these nurses? And how are you going to proceed with this particular surgery for this particular patient? And he goes, I was just going to do it the routine way. I go, but this patient is individual and unique. Every patient's different. You know that. So in this particular lady's case, what's her vital signs right now? What's her history for this kind of procedure? What's her healing rate? You know, what's her status for other illnesses before you put her under the knife or under the anesthesia? So he said, you're right. This particular patient, I'm not really, I was just going to go the routine thing and figure it would work out. But you can see nothing works out in this world. You have to be the one that moves your skis. You have to be the one that holds the, the golf uh, club in just the most relaxed fashion, have this intention that you're going to find out in reality, where's your next win? And if you can keep reaching for your win by looking at the reality, you'll win. But if you go in there blind, you're in trouble. You're like Sonny Bono on your skis. You go right into a tree. Remember, he'd use a lot of medication. Unexpected, <laughs> unexpected uh, reference there, but yeah, it, it, it speaks volumes. So for people that are intrigued by this system of energy that you've been describing, and I haven't seen you in a while, so I know your uh, your offerings have been you know evolving uh, continually. What does your energy for success like uh, business look like now for people that want to learn this? Uh, online programs, like how do we learn these breathing techniques, the movement, the, the, you know, the audio and video content and stuff. Cause I just haven't checked in in a while. So I don't know what you guys, it's really have for people. Yeah. Both sides of the globe. It's really become, uh, the thing that people are now taking advantage of both in, as I said, high level businesses and also in sports and also in entertainment and in the schools, even and people who are in Silicon Valley, a lot of startups are using these techniques. And what's so wonderful about them is you don't have to do 25 years in China, like I did and live on a mountain and eat just a rice bowl and have the grandmaster tell you, go do this, go do that. And you're challenging and sitting out in the freezing cold, trying to melt the snow. And that was 30 years ago before Iceman was around. It was like, <laughs> you know, yes, you can do it. Or, you know, walking through all kinds of, of lakes with snakes in them. I mean, it was a lot of dangerous things. You had to use the energy to be able to walk out into the unknown and make it work. So you don't have to go to China and go through all these travails. I've already spent all that hard work for you, but you do need to spend 20 minutes a day. And that's what Dave does. And a lot of people that you'll see on the website uh, at Energy for Success allow you to do, uh, which is you watch the video and then your own sensors, just like when you had the conversation with me, feel the vibrations that I've embedded in the videos and in the audios. And then that allows you with the physical practices to actually keep gapping up every day. So people are constantly writing into me. And that's why we have a group call every day of the year, which the public 
ask for. We, we provide it. We've been having that for like, I don't know, 16 years. It's the people calling every day around the world and talk about their victories. Every day, Christmas, New Year's, because there's that many victories people want to share with other people so they can hear, oh yeah, I just had this great relationship. I just found this marriage. I just found this great job. I just found, found this one person I let go of and legally and got out of it. it was a category three and I now have this category one person. I've been doing the practices then you can learn from others. So we actually have something for your group. If oh, you're cool. interested, yeah. Yeah, lay on it, Yeah, it'd be energy for success, uh, forward slash. Energyforsuccess.com forward slash biohacking. Okay, and then I'm assuming they're going to find a landing page there that's going to give them this offer. Yeah, okay, they get cool. five different size breathing practices, which if we'd had time, I would have gone through them today. Okay. But what they are is an opportunity. You don't have to, it's all done for you. There's no hard work. Just close your eyes, relax, and listen to the audio or watch the videos. And I'm going to do them one, tonight. Yeah, <laughs> these five. Remember that link, Bailey, because I I want to do it tonight so I can run. Some of them are short, some are longer. Weekend. Yeah, please do, and then let me yeah. know what happens. And okay. we've got after that. There's other ones you can get to just deal with certain practices. Like I'd like to make a ton of money quickly, or I'd like to yeah. have a great relationship. You can qualify, but this is five really ones that people have found to start out with that's really turned them on. And then after that, cool. we have other specials if you start with that. Nice. But that's a great place to start because okay. you immediately start getting results. Immediately. We've had that over for years. We know that. Hey, so I man, just want them to have that as I'm a I'm a gift. convert. Whatever you did that couple of years ago, it, it worked. So... It's all it's all part of the reality of the quantum that is meant for you to have it. And Einstein said, here's your chance. Take the opportunity. And if you don't want that, then you go along with the negative thinkers. But there's been other people besides Einstein who said it. Thoreau, Emerson, all those people, Ben Franklin, they all said, you know, there's a way. There's a way that you can do it and still find your success. Awesome, man. All right, last question, real quick one. Uh, who have been three teachers or teachings that have influenced your life and your work that you might share with us? Well, remember, I learned all mine through challenges. And those teachings were from Lao Tzu, uh, who I had to study. He's only one little narrow book that he that was written. He didn't even write his students, wrote it as he was leaving town. He just said, that's enough. Within like, The world cannot handle anymore, okay? And so, <laughs> so I worked with that small book and then that was my big upset in China, which I went, Grandmaster, there's got to be some book that's been read now. This is like 5,000 years. No books, no books. And, you know, there's some small books that are on Taoism and things like that. But that really doesn't tell you how to do the magic or how to use these principles. It just sort of talks about the math of trying to uh, distinguish the future with the I Ching and things like that. And that really won't make you able to do this stuff. It'll sort of give you a cerebral functional interrelationship. So I, I would recommend that people, uh, what had a great effect on me was Thoreau, Emerson, Ben Franklin, all three of those people, everything they wrote was about that you deserve your birthright. Remember they wrote the constitution. You wouldn't even be sitting if it wasn't for Ben and the yeah. other people that hadn't written yeah. down that we hold these truths to be self-evident, that all people are born with inalienable rights. No one ever said that. Before that, it was like, you're to run by whoever had the most money in town or whoever had the most power. Right. And it's always that generation right. after generation. And it's still that way in many parts of the world, in India and other countries. That's why I had problems over there. There's a lot of maintaining of a class structure and people don't deserve that. We're all born with inalienable rights. And if you can experience that, you'll start to experience the village that you belong in, which is the category one and two people. Yes. 
I'm yeah. for worldwide category one. Right yeah, now. one and two. Because <laughs> all we'll of us are going to go. We'll two in, okay. Because they're, 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 gonna... they're on their way to becoming one. Well, yeah, right? you can't always be one. Sometimes you, you remember <laughs> we're always learning, so you may make a yeah. mistake. You may bring you know dirt on your foot into your mom's carpet and you're gonna have to make an amend you didn't mean to do it but that you know if you'd have been perfect category one you would always been win-win but no i did it so the difference in category one and two is that two at any time you can fall into a two you make a mistake but mom what do i need to do i'll wash your carpet i have to buy you a new carpet i'll do it but i don't want you being upset i'm sorry the dirt's there i'll fix it category ones and twos immediately want to fix things for the other person because we want to maintain the relationship threes and fours want to take advantage yeah yeah and threes will just fight you about it. Fours will go, okay, you got me. It's all right. I'll, I'll get somebody else next time. Yeah. Wow. So those are the people I think that have had the greatest influence on me. And I really love yeah. everything that they've ever written. Awesome, it's all man. been useful to me. And I recommend that to anybody. Well, thank you, Dr. Beeman. I'm so glad to run into you again here and be able to sit down in person and share some energy. Much appreciated. We did it again. Yeah. 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 It's always magic. Continue dude. love fest and the magic just yeah. keeps flowing up. I hope we got it on the camera. Yeah. Until the next one. Thanks so much. Thank you. Well, I'd like to thank you for joining me on the very first episode of 2022 with Dr. B. As promised in the intro, we've got a free gift for you. Here's what you do. Go to energyforsuccess.com slash biohacking for five guided breathwork practices. That's energyforsuccess.com slash biohacking. I'd also like to remind you how excited I am about my new venture, Gilded by LukeStory.com, where I've created an incredible line of blue blocking glasses. You can find them at GildedByLukeStory.com. And here's what you can expect in the coming weeks. This Sunday, we've got a bonus show, Optimizing Mind, Body, and Spirit, which is a rebroadcast of my recent appearance on the Sacred Sons podcast. Then next Tuesday, we'll be back with our regularly scheduled programming. It's called Cognitive Superpowers with Microdosing Nootropics, Smart Drugs, and Peptides with Dr. Dan Stickler. That's an episode you don't want to miss. Uh, Dr. Dan is brilliant, and man, we go hard into all of those topics. It's a super deep dive, to say the least. To make sure you don't miss that episode or any episodes to follow this year, make sure you subscribe to the show. And if you've been enjoying the Lifestylist podcast, I'd like to ask you to do one simple favor. I mean, apart from supporting my Gilded Eyewear brand or any of our sponsors or anything like that, the really most powerful way you can support the show is not by spending any money because this show is free and I intend to keep it that way. But if you would be so inclined to leave a rating and review, on iTunes, which you should be able to do from um, your Apple podcast app. It would mean a lot to me and would go a long way to support the show. I'm sure if you listen to other podcasts, you get sick of them saying, and make sure to leave a rating review in iTunes, which is why I never ask for it. because I think people are just desensitized to that. But it does help uh, me in order to grow the reach of the show and get, now I want to say bigger guests, because sometimes the best guests are relatively unknown and I really enjoy discovering them. But it does help me to keep up the production value of the show and bring the guests that I and you want on. So please leave a rating and review. It's also a great way for um, new listeners to get an idea of what the common experience of you OG listeners is all about. So thank you so much for tuning in. I'm really excited for this year, despite the uh, insanity on one end of the spectrum in our world. I'm obviously very aware of that. Um, yet I remain optimistic. I'm seeing 
signs of humankind waking up all the time. And I'm going to put my energy and my focus into delivering the best, most transformative content possible for you and to you. So thank you again for listening. And we'll be back this Sunday and again on Tuesday. Tuesday.